You are now listening to Don't Listen to False Teachers Part 2 taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website to listen to more messages like this one and subscribe to our newsletter at BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Again that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Good morning. I want to welcome you all to Bethel House of Truth this Sunday service. Praise be to Yahweh and Yahshua in the highest. Amen. Amen. All right, we're continuing and don't listen to false teachers. Part two, the last part, the final part. I think this will do it. There is no muzzle or no filter, I would say, on these messages because there's things that need to be said. Amen. Just this. It is what it is, you know. So let's get right into this. I always have quick hitters for you. We're going to go to Jeremiah 23. We know the basis of this. But what we're doing here, we know last week we talked about how, um, that's Jeremiah 23.1. Last week we talked about how God was against them. He said, I did not send them. They're not of me. Don't listen to them. He was like really upset. He's still upset. Okay? I'm upset. You should be upset. Because of what's going on in the churches today. What's being taught in the churches today. And today we're doing a little different. A little different thing. We're, we're talking about what's allowed in the churches today. What's allowed. And one thing in particular to me that stands out to me. We know all the false teaching. All the hooting and haying. And the haying and hooting. And the hooting and cooting. And all that other stuff is done there. Because they're not called of God. And we know that they do one religious thing every Sunday and they pass the plate. And we also know that they teach softly and they never correct. They never correct. So we're going to talk about some of the things that they never correct in the church. Okay? That they should be correcting. God's not happy with either. And I'm going to prove that to you by going to Revelations 2. Jeremiah 23, verse 1. If you have it, say glory to God. God speaking. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep, sheep being the children of God, the sheep being the flock, the ones who sit in the pews of my pasture, explanation point there, so he's not speaking it as I am, he's kind of yelling it, okay, say if the Lord Yahweh, amen. Saying, woe unto the pastors, that's false teachers, false prophets, those who prophesy. Therefore, thus saith the Lord Yahweh, God of Israel, against the pastors that feed my people. Ye have scattered my flock and driven them away. Away from what? Away from what I want to teach them. With your traditions of men, with what you allow to be placed within the churches. And how your traditions of men change my truth to fit your lifestyle. It's pretty bad. And have not visited them, meaning they scattered, you scattered them off with your lies and your foolishness. Some of the people who knew that you're teaching lies and foolishness, and you never visit them. The only why people go from church to church to church to church. Because they say, this church ain't right for me, that church ain't right for me, this church ain't right for me. And they, they search until they find the right church. But the church that's supposed to be called of God, they don't even go out and have a search party. It says in the um, book of Matthew, when and one of the parables Christ was speaking of, he says, when one is gone astray, I leave the 99 and I go find the one. Amen? Falsehood teachers don't do that. They don't care. All they care about is your social security number, your W-2s, 
and what you can offer them in the offering plate. That's all they care about, their lifestyle. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord Yahweh. This is a serious thing. In God's eyes, if you are a false teacher, a false pastor, or you run a false church, or you allow things in the church that should not be allowed, that God is not okay with, it is evil in his eyes. And you will pay. You will pay. I would hate to be a false teacher, a false pastor, or be a part of anything to do with a false church. The correction coming on them is a serious, serious correction. It really is. They fall under false prophet. So if it falls under false prophet, it falls under antichrist. And if it falls under antichrist, that means it falls under Satan because Satan is antichrist. So you think about that for a second. Christ came, he died, he rose. Being a false prophet is not the unforgivable sin. But not repenting and knowing that you're wrong is a pretty gross sin. It's a pretty gross sin. God gives grace. And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries whether I have driven them. And I will bring them again to their folds. And they shall be fruitful and increase. That's what God wants for his children. To be fruitful and to increase. Not to be all messed up in the head. And not able to discern right and wrong. Not able to grow from the church, from the truth. Supposed to be able to be fruitful and increase. Not just watch your pastor increase. Not just watch first lady increase. Not just watch the church increase. But to watch everyone in the church in four. And I will set up shepherds over them, God's shepherds, which shall feed them with God's food, the manna, the truth, the hidden truth, amen. And they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, neither shall they be lacking, saith the Lord Yahweh. They won't be lacking. They won't be lacking anything because my blessing will be upon them. The only way they're lacking, the only way someone in the congregation is lacking is if they're not doing what God tells them to do. Then they're lacking. But repentance cancels all that. Repentance cancels all that. It just does. Because if you repent, whether you're in a falsehood church or not, if you know someone's wrong and they're false and you stay there, you're getting part of the blame. That goes on you now. It's like if I was making... If I was selling um, bootleg Gucci boots, okay? Bootleg Gucci boots, right? I don't know. And I was selling them in the church as the pastor. And all the women were buying them. And some of the men. Right. We would have a problem, right? That's false. That's wrong. That's wrong. And then say it's in the name of the Lord. It's going to help us get that elevator. And you, that don't bother you? That would, that doesn't bother you? Oh, pastor got in the hookup. <laughs> pastor got in the hookup. He got the hookup. If you want something good, go to pastor. He got the hookup. He know them people from New York. Five. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord Yahweh, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch. This righteous branch is Jesus Christ. 
through umbilical cord, through umbilical cord, through umbilical cord, from to all the way to Jess, all the way to David, all the way to Mary, would come Jesus Christ. And a king shall reign and prosper and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. Yeah, he will. Now, we know that Jesus Christ's reign did not be, it did not begin yet. It doesn't begin until the seventh trump. Okay? Seventh trumpet begins. But he did come. He did as a babe. He rose from dying on the cross. So we know it has begun. Glory to God. In his days, Judah shall be saved. And Israel shall dwell safely. Why does God keep saying safely? Hmm? Why does he keep saying safely? Because pastors, churches, they seek out people. They seek people. They seek out a certain type of person to pollute them with falsehood. They seek out a certain type of person. And you got to understand, they seek out a certain type of person. That's why God's saying they will be saved. You have no reason to fear anymore. And this is his name whereby he shall be called the Lord our righteousness. That's Yahweh Zitkunu in the Hebrew tongue. Yahweh Zitkunu. Yahweh our righteousness. Praise God. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord Yahweh. That they shall no more say, The Lord Yahweh liveth, which brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But the Lord Yahweh liveth, which brought up, and which led the seed of the house of Israel out of the north country, and from all the countries whether I had driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. And I'll add this last part, safely, without anyone trying to come for them. And that includes the false shepherds, that includes the wolves, the false teachers, that even includes that spirit Jezebel, which most churches allow today. Let's talk about it, okay? Revelations 2, verse 10. Let's talk about that spirit that God don't want in his churches. The spirit of Jezebel. Hmm. She's something else, right? Not the, ch not the children that was... Named Jezebel, but this is more so a spirit, a spirit that likes to take over, a, um, a spirit that allows immoral sexual acts, okay? This spirit allows homosexuality within the church, okay? The spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of lust, okay? The spirit that most churches allow. Okay? Most churches allow. Let's get right into this. Revelations chapter 2. Verse 18. 2.18. The church of Thyatira. If you have it, say glory to God. Jesus Christ is speaking. It's all read. And unto the angel of the church of Thyatira, write, These things saith the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who hath his eyes like, a, like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass, refined brass, bent through the fire. 
I know thy works and charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works and the last to be more than the first. You do a lot of charity in the community. Don't most folks in churches do a lot of charity in the community? They just do. Because they want their name to be known. They want their name. Oh, this is a good place. Let's go here. This is a good place. Let's go here. God says when you do your alms, do it in secret so that no one knows. No one knows what we do. But we do a lot of charity. Okay? But we don't do it so people can come to the church because I don't want just anyone. I want God's elect. That's what God wants. Period. I don't want the person who's going to be a drunk two days two days in and then on Wednesday and come and not be a drunk and then go back to being a drunk on Thursday and then Saturday come back and still be a drunk and then Sunday you're fine. I don't want that person. Okay? Satan can keep him unless they're willing to change completely for the Lord. Then that means you're somebody. Amen? Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. When Christ says there's a few things against this church, you got a problem. Because thou suffereth that woman Jezebel. It's not, a, it's not a, a physical entity. This is a spirit. And I told you what she allows. That spirit that runs in there. Some women and some men just go to church just for the women and for the men. It's the truth. It's actually a good dating place. If the word of God's not being taught there, you might as well turn it into something, right? I don't know. <laughs> you might as well. They ain't teaching the truth. If you want to find a man or a woman, go to a falsehood church. There's one in every corner. Thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication. Now, don't, don't let this word fornication fool you. That means they go through the church. They go through the church. Oh, this month we got a um we got a new woman with a new man. Oh, next month we got a new woman with a new man. Oh, next month we got a new woman with a new man. Oh, next week we got the same person with the same three people. It's a problem. And the pastor's not saying anything. Not saying anything. I don't want to offend anybody, but... Something's going on. Let's get to the word. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't want to say much about nothing. He don't want to say what it is. But something's going on. Oh, we're just, just going to let, um, we're going to let Craig and Larry sit right there in the front because they're a new couple. I just married them last week if no one knew. God ain't in that. Craig and Larry. He ain't even in Laverne and Shirley. He's not in that. But Jezebel is. She is. The church is with the rainbow flag on the outside. These big time preachers and teachers are just big time false prophets. And they would allow, they would allow the spirit of Jezebel to run rampant within the church. 
It is not of God. It's never been of God. It is of the devil. Watch this. Jezebel which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce. That's holy seduce. Expatio in the Greek. My service to commit fornication and to eat things sanctified unto idols and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. No one's eating anything sacrificed to idols. Do you really think I'm eating something that's not on the list of what God said not to eat? You got these churches today. And these, these are big churches too. I mean, they've been around forever. These churches that used to run the world. Okay? And you could be there and they got their Mother Mary offering up. Why are you giving an a, um, a offering to Mother Mary? What's up with that? Flowers and bouquets and fruit. What are you doing? That's a tonic. It's not of God. That's Jezebel all day. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. So what God's saying is, I give space for repentance. You hear that? I give space for repentance. And it's up to the individual to repent and come out. It's up to the individual to say, this is wrong and come out. I give space for repentance. But when a sheep follows the shepherd, die hard. My pastor ain't doing nothing wrong. Neither is the prophetess. When they follow the shepherd to the T, they're going to get the same fate the shepherd is. Because he says, I give space to repent. And they refuse not. Behold, I will cast her in a bed and them that commit adultery with her. Now we're talking adultery now. Because who are you supposed to be married to? Jesus Christ. God Almighty. And you're, and you're doing lewd acts. Acts that will get you. It's not good. Behold, I will cast her into a bed. And them that commit adultery with her. That means the flock. They're going to be led right to the first Christ that comes. Antichrist. Into great tribulation. Except they repent of their deed. Do you hear the mercy? Do you hear the grace? Except they repent of their deeds. Repentance must take place from the top to the bottom and all in the middle. And I will kill her children with death. That's Antichrist. That's Satan. Satan is death is one of his names. But they don't even know it. They don't even know who they're worshiping. And it's sad because the truth isn't taught. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and the hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. Do you see the grace in that? I want you to see the grace in God. The mercy in our Father. He's full of grace. He's full of mercy. But unto you I say. And unto the rest in Thyatira. As many as have not this doctrine. That, that know something's wrong. And which have not known the depths of Satan. Because you know something wrong. You've been there. But you, you, you don't keep going back. 
I want you to come out completely, he's saying. So because you've been there and you know something wrong, you don't know the full depths of Satan. You've seen and you're like, something's wrong. There's people like that. As they speak, I will put upon you no, none other burden. But that which ye have already hold fast till I come. Till I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. Glory to God. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron as a as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers. Broken to be what? You must be broken to be rebuilt. Okay? Get that. Understand that. You can't think you could come serve God the way you are. Amen? You cannot be um, married to Steve and your name be Steve. Okay? And think that you could come to God that way. Oh, he'll accept me. No, he won't. He will not accept you. You can't be married to Ann and your name be Susan. Dang how it works. You must be fully broken, fully made humble and aware of what you're doing. So that conviction and change can take place. And our Lord and Savior can put you back together again. Something that will actually hold water. Amen. 27. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers. Even as I receive of my father. And I will give him the morning star. That's Jesus Christ. And he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. God ain't playing. Neither am I. He's not, he's not playing at all. He's not happy with the foolishness that goes on in church. And he, before I even get into, that was nothing. Before I even get into what I'm about to get into, we're going to Leviticus 18. That's where we're going to be getting into. So any church that expect, that accepts homosexuality, Okay? Without telling them they're wrong and that they're going against God, Christ, the Word of God, the ways of God, and that don't show it to them as a pastor should and teach them as a pastor should. Let me be your pastor for this next 40 minutes. Let me show you. Okay? Let me show you. Because I want you to live. I don't want you to die. I want you to have the blessings of God, not the cursings of God. So let me show you why what you think is okay, homosexuality, which, which is not. Let me show you why you think it's why you think it's okay. Let me show you why God says it's wrong, and why Christ says it's wrong, why the Spirit says it's wrong, and why I say it's wrong. Church isn't just about what's taught there, okay? It's about what the pastor allows there as well. Okay, that the pastor of a church isn't teaching truth, it is a falsehood church. If it's not truth from Yahweh, it is a false church. If the church isn't doing and correcting and showing and giving um, both loves, tough love and that sweet love. The church is not of God. If the church is not correcting 
this Jezebel spirit that is running rampant through the churches today and allowing homosexuality to reign and to live. There is even homosexual teachers, pastors, and it's not of God. It is not of God. It is horrible. It is horrible. It's horrible. Let me help you free yourself from the grasp of Satan and the lies that you've been taught to say something is okay when in God's eyes it is not okay. Let me free you in the name of Jesus. Leviticus 18 verse 22. 1822 so that you have no excuse but to make a choice okay when you hear this if you don't make a choice you're gonna have a bigger problem whatever you decide to do it is your fate but I'm giving you truth so you can choose the right fate Leviticus 1822 if you have a say glory to God let's start this message Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. Clear as day. It is an abomination. It is not of God. He never said it was of God. It never will be of God. It has always been of the devil because it is from the devil. First act. One of the first acts in the garden of God. In the garden of Eden. Satan and his filth. It's exactly what it is. Satan and his filth. Neither shall thou lie with any beast to defile thyself therewith. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down there thereto. It is confusion. It is of the devil. All confusion is of the devil. All confusion. Clear as day. Stay away from the beast too. They don't People have problems. God wouldn't say it if they didn't have problems. People have spiritual problems. And it's that spirit, Jezebel, and that spirit, Antichrist, is not good. Leviticus 20, verse 13. One verse. If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, I want to give you double emphasis because I don't want anyone saying, um, I, I really didn't get it. I didn't understand. That's a lie. The Spirit makes you understand. If not for one reason only, that God allows you to understand something, it's so that you can make a choice. So you can choose life or death. Because that's what it boils down to. If a man also lie with mankind, as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. It is an abomination. Because it comes from he who all abominations come from, Satan. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them and not upon you. Let's get into something a little different here. Watch this. This is what goes on in churches too. He's telling them, he's telling Israel not to allow any of this to go on in the church. And if a man take a wife and her and her mother, a wife and her mother, 
it is wickedness. They shall be burnt with fire, both he and they, that there be no wickedness among you. You hear this? This goes on all the time. This goes on all the time. God says it should not go on at all. If you're in a church and there's homosexuality and the pastor says nothing but you're upset about it, the one thing you can say is go to the pastor and say, are you going to do something about this? Or am I going to do something about this? Or is this not a house of God? Where's your boldness? What do you stand for? What do you stand for? What do you stand for? Do you stand for God? Do you stand for Christ? Or do you, are you right behind your falsehood pastor? Which one? You don't want to go where he's going if he don't change. And he don't want to go where you're going if you don't change. Somebody got to stand up. Let me do it for you. Yahweh is very clear. So very clear. So please let me also be clear. Man laying with man is a sin. It is extremely wrong. It is an abomination. It is not of Yahweh. Neither is woman laying with woman. As she would with man. It is an abomination. It is very wrong. It's a sin. It is an abomination. Any church that allows this act to take place in a so-called house of God is truly a, um, a Bethaven, a house void of God. God is not there, and their pastor, their prophet, their teacher, their whatever you want to call them, their bishop, their reverend, is a fake. The whole system is compromised by Antichrist, Satan, which is the same person, and by Jezebel. Let's go to Romans. Romans 1. It's making friends and influencing people. That's what we're doing here. Making friends and influencing people. Romans 1.24. some of the stuff that I wrote down that's it from the notes of God from the manuscripts it's like what <laughs> it's like, I, was re I was doing the study I was like <laughs> I kept looking up I was like Lord wow okay here we go Romans 1 24 why isn't this stuff being taught okay because it's right here it is right here Romans 1, 24, if you have a say, glory to God. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, man and man, woman and woman. And they don't want to serve God. 
if they want to forget about God, if they want to make any excuse to go be homosexual, God's saying, if that's what you want to do and you will not repent and you will not change, go ahead. I will deal with you. There's a penalty for it. There's a penalty for it. 25. Who changed the truth of God into a lie. This is what they do. They prophesy. They change, they take God's truth and they change it into a lie so they can feel comfortable enough to be around other people in the church. And the pastor will not, this false teacher, these false pastors, they will not speak truth to someone who's homosexual because they do not want to lose that 10%. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. So you gain 10% and you lose your soul? Hmm. I don't think that compares. I really, really don't think that compares. Now, as a false teacher and as a false prophet, as a false pastor, you are liable for everyone that you mislead. For everyone that you mislead. You are, you will be charged for everyone that you mislead. It's like going to a place and you got pre-ordered food and 80% of the people don't show up. You got to pay for it still. Wouldn't that piss you off? Hmm? You have to pay for it still. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator. I have a shirt that says, worship the creator, not his creation. Who was blessed forever, amen. They take God's truth and they lie. They take God's truth and they change it to make their members comfortable. Instead of condemning what they do, and their gross sin of homosexuality and that spirit of Jezebel, they embrace them to keep them happy so they could keep money coming in. That makes me sad. That makes me extremely sad. It really does. 26. For this call, God, for this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. I'm going to touch on it real quick, though. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. So what he's saying, the natural way is Adam and Eve. Amen. That's the natural way. The unnatural way is Eve and Batima. That is unnatural. Okay. I got to throw some black in there somewhere. Right? <laughs> it's it's unnatural. Okay? And it's not of God. It's it's never been of God, never will be of God. It is of the devil. This word vile affection, sexual immortality, or wrong passions. You ever heard of having the wrong passion for the wrong thing? Right? Most people get married sometimes for lust instead of love. Amen. Right? So you got to be careful. You got to be very, very careful. So watch this. I want you to see something here about vile affections, because this is it is beyond um, what God wants for us. It's just not a it's not a good thing. I want to tell you what happens 
when vile, the spirit of vile affection come upon someone. Okay. When the spirit of vile affection comes upon someone. The part of your brain that allows you to and to understand that you're doing something wrong, okay, stops working. It stops working. I'm going to just leave it at that, okay? I'm going to just leave it at that. If a part of your brain stops functioning because the spirit of vile affections come upon you, That's bad within itself, right or wrong? 27. And likewise, also the men leaving their natural use of a woman burned in them, burned in their own lust, burned in their lust one toward another. I, I, I can't see it. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their era, which was Meat. What's the recompense of what they're doing? Of what these um, women are doing and these men are doing? What's the recompense? Death, shame. Let me just let me describe to you what the word is. A I D S. AIDS. Okay. AIDS. Well, we have a. There's no cure for AIDS. Okay. People. They just stop the process of the dying. That's all they do. They slowed it down some. Okay, it's like you could go to 7-Eleven or you could go to CVS or Walgreens and you could buy uh, um, some Sudafed for your sinus pressure. Okay, it, it relieves it a little bit. You're still going to die. Okay, because that's what it is. There's no way around it. God has placed AIDS here. And what does AIDS do? It, it kills your immune system. It basically eats you out from within. There's no cure for that. There's no cure for that. Well, well, we're living longer. Really? How about you live all together, remove the vile affections, remove the spirit of Jezebel, remove homosexuality and that nasty vile spirit, and repent and give your life to God, and how about you live eternally? How about that? How about you make the right choice and serve God the way you're supposed to? How about that? Love him more than your vileness. Love him more than your lust. How about that? I'm trying to help you. You don't have to go about this alone. You just don't. Repentance stops homosexuality. Christ is more than able to remove that spirit of Jezebel, to remove that spirit of homosexuality, to remove the spirit of lust. He is more than able. He is more than capable. You gotta take the first step. Do you want death or life? 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, they, they, don't, want, they don't want to know about God. They don't want to know about God the right way. God gave them over to reprobate minds. Ooh. To do those things which are not convenient. They want to forget God and not be healed. Reprobate minds. Mm. That's, um, let me tell you. That's something else. The word reprobate here is, um, 
in the Greek is edukimos, edukimos, and it is a, a negative word. It also means, listen to this, a castaway, a reject, one that couldn't withstand the test, one who was unfit, one who was unfit, a reprobate mind. Let me read it again. Adukimos. It's a negative word. It also means a castaway, a reject, one that couldn't withstand the test and unfit. God wants nothing to do with this individual who has a reprobate mind. And unless you what? Repent. Unless. <laughs> Jesus Christ comes into play. That's the only way. That's the only way. 29. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Do we not live in the final earth age? Do we not live in this final generation? Do we not live in the final generation? We do. Backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers. They can't that you you they can't be held to anything. When I was little, we would take our pinkies and go, it's a lock. Or we would handshake on something and it's done. And it's done. That's it. Or they will spit on my hand, I spit on it, and I go, Tuh. Now that I think about it, it's nasty, right? I should have broke all those promises. <laughs> but that's just nasty. <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> Covenant breakers without natural affection. You don't care, you don't care about what's going on with someone else, you don't care what's going on in life, you don't care you don't care implacable, unmerciful we got problems, this final generation has problems, okay the people with the spirit of Jezebel the people, the churches that allow these things, see someone in the church who's called of God the pastor, the teacher a pastor, an under-shepherd, a, a church, someone called with the anointing of God, they're supposed to discern these spirits within the church and they're supposed to cast them out in the name of Jesus Christ. If they don't do these things, you got a church that's unfit, you got a church that's not of God, you got a church and you got a leader that you're following that is not of God. And that's a problem. It's a huge problem. Had a lot of that going around. 32. Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Whoa. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So they change the word of God. 
Anyone who does these things is worthy of death. Anyone who thinks it's okay to do these things is worthy of death. This is not me saying it. This is the word of God saying it. Okay, I'm just agreeing with it. I'm just agreeing with it. You have to understand what your father's saying to you at this moment. Okay? It is important. It is extremely important that you make the right decision. That you make the right decision. Let's go to Jude 1. Jude chapter 1. Right before Revelations. Jude chapter 1. Verse 7 for one verse. Jude 1 verse 7 and it reads even as Sodom and Gomorrah we know what happened there we know what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah the same thing that's going on today but it's even worse today it's even worse today men sleeping with men women sleeping with women all types of orgies spirit of Jezebel the spirit of lust was running rapid they were sleeping with animals as well not of God even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner so it was spreading, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh. That includes women with women, men with men, men and women with beasts. Are set forth for an example. For an example. Suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. You hear that? Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities of what's right. They speak evil of what's right. How are you calling yourself a man or a woman of God? And you allow homosexuality, the spirit of Jezebel, spirit of lust within the church, and you begin to say, anyone who has something to say about Steve and Barney's marriage is wrong. I have nothing against homosexuals. Okay, nothing against them at all. At all. If that's the life they want to live, that's the life you want to live, that's your business. Okay? But it cannot and it will not be in my church at all here we teach truth my truth God's truth will offend you the only way it won't offend you is if you come out through repentance in the name of Jesus Christ and you give your life to Jesus Christ leaving behind the spirit of homosexuality and the spirit of Jezebel that's the only way my truth God's truth will not offend you let's move on Mark 10 Mark 10, verse 6. Christ speaking again. Mark 10, verse 6, and it reads, But from the beginning of the creation, this is Christ speaking. He probably had enough when he walked this earth, seeing all that was going on. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. No, he did not make them 
Craig and Trevor. Did not. He did not make them Lisa and Michelle. He did not do that. He created them male and female. And you must understand that. You must know that. You must get that. Because if you agree with Craig and Trevor, you have a problem. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother. Get it? Father and mother. And cleave to his wife so they can become a father and a mother. Right? And they twain shall be one flesh. One flesh. So then they are no more twain but one flesh. What therefore God have joined together. Let no man put asunder. Don't try to tear it up. See what Christ is saying here is. Yahweh made male and female together. That's the blueprint. For all life. <laughs> that is the blueprint. In the animal kingdom. In the insect kingdom. Under the sea. Okay. It is the blueprint. For life. Without this blueprint. You cannot create life. You have to adopt life. And then when you adopt life, you're going to confuse life. Because what you're doing is not natural. What God has put into place is natural. It is holy in Yahweh's eyes. They became one flesh. One flesh. That means... Male and male cannot be one flesh. That means female and female cannot be one flesh. It takes a male and a female to be one flesh. To reproduce. To glorify God. Amen. Yahweh joined male and female together. And it's good. He did it. That's what he did. He did not join Tasha and Tammy or Greg and Trevor. It's unholy. And pastors or teachers or churches that allow it will answer to Yahweh. Repentance is a real thing. Take advantage of the grace and the mercy of God. For it is before you. It is before you. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. First Corinthians chapter six. First Corinthians six nine. Watch this. Paul speaking. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? You know, that means everyone who's unrighteous, not just the pastors. That means that means the, the sheep, those who hear the truth, those who hear the falsehood and do nothing about it. That's what that means. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Question. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idlers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate. That means homosexuals. 
nor abusers of themselves with mankind. That means, now we just named a whole bunch of things there, but I want to focus on homosexuality, okay? Effeminate. They will not inherit the kingdom of God. So with no wise will you see anyone in heaven, okay, who is homosexual, okay? You will not see it. People believe, listen, they have to believe that they're going to make it to heaven or they won't be trying so hard to get into these churches. They have to believe that their um, God is going to accept them the way they are or they won't be fighting to get into these churches with that toxin flag. That's exactly what it is, the cheap fabric imitation of God's holiness. That's exactly what it is. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. I want you to hear the grace in this. I want you to hear the grace of God. But ye are washed. That's what Christ does. He washes you. It doesn't matter if you're any of these. It doesn't matter if you have the spirit of homosexuality. It does not matter if you are a homosexual. God can clean you. Amen. And such were some of you. But ye are washed. But ye are sanctified. But ye are justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the spirit of our God. Yahweh. It is up to you. It is up to you. It's up to you, hearer. It is up to you, the one who hears what I'm saying. It is up to you. It is clearly up to you. We serve a great God. So I want you to understand today that Jesus Christ is grace. He will forgive. He will forgive you for your homosexuality and for all other sins. There's only one unforgivable sin. And if you're not God's elect, you can't commit it. So everything else is forgivable. Amen. And he will forgive your false teacher and false pastors for doing nothing to change this Jezebel spirit that they allowed in their so-called church. All they have to do is repent. Grace is powerful. All you have to do is repent. And make a true change. And be the change. If you could do that. Grace from Yahweh is yours. Amen? Amen. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Let's go to Deuteronomy 13. Back to the OT. Deuteronomy 13. Deuteronomy 13. Deuteronomy 13, 1. Listen to Christ. Listen to God. 13, 1. If there arise among you a prophet. Okay? He's talking to the congregation here. Okay? Pay close attention. If there arise among you a 
prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder. Okay? If he begins to do things to make himself great. Okay? If he begins to play with words to play on your flesh. Okay? Watch this. And the sign or the wonder come to pass. Wherefore he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods. Watch this. Which thou hast not known. And let us serve them. That doesn't sound like a prophet of God, does it? Not at all. But what God's trying to make you understand is that when you're dealing with a false teacher, someone that's not of God, someone that he did not call, all things are allowed. All things are open. And you should be able to identify them. Your soul depends on it. Your soul depends on on what you allow to come in from someone who's telling you that they are a prophet, a teacher, a pastor, or a reverend of God. Your soul depends on it. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord Yahweh your God proveth you. This word proveth is test. To know whether ye love the Lord Yahweh your God, with all your heart and with all your soul. Hmm. So, if you have someone in the church making promises to you, promising you about holy water or holy cloth, or just touch the hem of my skirt, or whatever the case may be, and promising you if you sow big, God's going to give big. If you have someone like that and you back them, you literally failed the test. He says, I am proving you. I am testing you. Whether you will love me more than you love yourself and more than you love this so-called church. I am testing you. I am proving you. He has every right to test. Whoever he wants to test, he is God. Okay? And he wants nothing untested. Amen? Are you going to stand up? Are you going to say something? Are you going to say... I ain't buying what you're selling. Are, are you going to say that? Are you going to stand up and say, Hey, hey, you false teacher, I ain't buying what you're selling, sucker. Are you going to stand up and do that? Not most people will. So who do you love? What do you love? Do you love your desires? Do you love your way of life more than God? Because I tell you this, if you go with God, you will be blessed more than you will ever be blessed by this false teacher. Because it's Satan. It's literally Satan. You shall walk after the Lord Yahweh your God and fear him, revere him, reverence him, and keep his commandments and obey his voice. And ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. Cleave, listen, you know how you're your um, you know how you have a rib cage? Do you know how the meat cleaves to the rib cage? Hmm? God saying cleave to me that way. Amen. Five, and that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be what put to death, because he have spoken to turn you away from the Lord Yahweh your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of bondage. Remember where you came from. And redeemed you out of the house of bondage. Remember where you came from. 
to thrust thee out of the way which the Lord Yahweh thy God commanded thee to walk in, so shall thou put the evil away from the midst of thee. It is evil. It is not of God. It is an abomination. Being a false teacher is evil in Yahweh's eyes. And those that truly love Yahweh and Jesus Christ, in their eyes it's evil as well. The penalty is death. Unless you repent and change and be the grace that God gives you. The penalty is death. Why would you listen to a false teacher just because they look nice? Why would you listen to a false teacher just because the church is nice? Why would you listen to a false teacher? I know why. Because they're not correcting you. And you're just as horrible as they are. That's why. That's exactly why. People don't want to change. But God wants change. If God wants change, we should change. Amen? We should change. We should not remain the same. But we should change in the name of Jesus Christ. In closing, 2 Peter 1. In closing, 2 Peter chapter 2. In closing. The warning about false teachers. It continues. Peter speaks. Let's close out with this. But there were false prophets also among the people. Even as there shall be false teachers among you. Who privily shall bring in damnable heresies. Making God's truth unbelievable. Even denying the Lord that brought them. And Bringing upon themselves swift destruction. Yes, very swift destruction. Christ is returning. But he's not returning as a babe to be crucified. He's returning with the fire of God in his eyes. There's going to be false teachers among you. As we started off last week. And we talked about how in Matthew um, 24 verse 24. Christ says there will be false teachers. Beware of false prophets. Beware of false teachers. Verse 2. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, meaning what they want to follow. And what most falsehood teachers want to follow, it ain't Christ. It is Muni. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. They do not care. They will allow, 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 allow. As long as you don't get upset. Question what they're doing. And storm out of here. And they lose 10%. It's only about money. And it's always been about money. Verse 3. And through covetousness. Yep, they want what they want what you got basically. They want to dig all into your pocket, your purse, your debit, your credit card, your, um, any other account you have. No, wait, I didn't know you had three accounts. Wait, why do you have three accounts? Somebody let me know what's going on. You have three accounts? I only have access to one. What's, what, 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 this is an abomination. <laughs> they be bugging. They be bugging. It says here on your tax return that you got three accounts, not, not just one. You're living better than I thought you was. So you should be giving more. <laughs> and more, and more, and more, and more. <laughs> greedy, 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 greedy. <laughs> They're just greedy. 
You get what God asks for. That's it. No more, no less. No more, no less. People can't walk. They need an elevator. I understand this elderly. Okay? People can't walk. They need an escalator. Really? I understand this elderly and handicapped. I understand all that. But everybody got to take the elevator? Hmm? Church can't start because everyone's taking the elevator instead of walking up the stairs. Everyone's taking the elevator. Two hours. It's ridiculous. Three. And through covenants, they sh shall they, with feigned words, make merchandise of you. Ooh, that's a great, that's a great explanation um, from Peter. They make merchandise of you. Merchant, you to them you are merchandise, okay? Ooh, I could buy something with her ten percent. I could buy something with his ten percent. I could buy this with that ten percent. I could get that new jet if I use all the ten percent. That's who they are. It's wicked. They're not. Of, that ain't of God. When Christ was here, he said, "The Son of Man don't even have a place to lay his head. Don't even have a place to lay his head." He said, kings live in palaces. You're supposed to be a priest. Why are you in a palace? Right? And through covenants shall they, with feigned words, meaning fancy words, to make you, they playing with words on your flesh, make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not is coming, and their damnation slumber if not. It is coming. When Christ comes, it's coming. For if God spared not the angels that sinned. What angels? The fallen angels. And all their lust. And all that they did when they were here. Okay? Call, doing homosexual acts. Causing others to do homosexual acts. Causing others to sleep with beasts. He didn't spare these angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. And spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness. See, we preach righteousness, those who are truly called of God. We preach what's right. We don't preach what's wrong. We don't do that. What's wrong, we leave the wrong to Satan and his workers. Bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. There's another flood coming. It's called the flood of lies from Revelations 12. I hope you're in the ark of the end time. And that ark, if you're in the ark of the end time, you are encapsulated by the truth. And the floods of Satan's lies cannot get to you at all. Glory to God. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes. Condemn them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. That is your example. The flood, the fallen angels, the acts that they did. That is your example. What goes on in falsehood churches today. That is your example. And delivered just lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. Listen, we hear things. I have ears, I hear. You have ears, you hear. We hear things. And the unrighteous things of the world, the unrighteous ways of the world, it vex us. 
If you have the spirit of God in you, it vexes you. Vexed meaning it causes you to get upset and you feel a certain way about what goes on in this world today. It is horrible. It is extremely horrible. For that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. He's speaking of Lot here. Okay? Speaking of Lot. Their unlawful deeds with the lies that goes on in the church, the things that the church allows, these false teachers teaching falsely and allowing homosexuality, that spirit of Jezebel, it vexed Lot and it vexes God's elect in this final generation. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly, them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despite government, presumptuous are they, self-willed, very selfish, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. They're not, these people are not afraid to speak evil against the truth or against those people who carry and share the truth. They're evil. Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not railing accusations against them before the Lord. Watch this. They, their, their judgment comes by what they say and what they do. They're going to get it. But these are natural um, brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that are understood not, and sh shall utterly perish in their own corruption. Talk about these false teachers. Talk about these false teachers with this that allow these certain things, these false pastors, these false prophets that prophesy, that dream dreams. That cause people to go astray. That cause people to worship the false Christ that come. They're brute beast in the eyes of God. That's what they are. And a brute beast. A beast that is that has rabies that are gone wild. What do you do with them? You put them down. Spreading that propaganda. And shall receive the reward of unrighteousness. I like how Christ, how Peter says this. They will receive the reward of unrighteousness. That is not a reward. Okay? It is condemnation. It is not a reward. And all they have to do is repent because Christ lifts condemnation off of you. Amen? And shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are and blemishes sporting themselves with their own um, deceivings while they feast with you. See, listen, you hear how bad people's discernment is? While they're feasting with you? I'm not feasting with um, someone who's a homosexual. Unless you're coming to me, Pastor, can I talk to you about how I need to change and get the spirit of homosexuality off of me? Yeah, we can talk about that. I can help you in that. But if you think I'm just sitting across the table with you and you're still being a homosexual and I'm being a called pastor of God, you have lost your rabbit mind. It's not happening at all. You could bounce away. It's just not happening. It will not happen. I'm not sitting across from the someone with the spirit of Jezebel. Repent, get right, let's, let's talk. 
Repent, get right, let's talk. Do you need help? I can help you. If you don't need help, you keep rocking on the way you want to rock on. That's your business. I choose life. I choose eternal life with Jesus Christ and Yahweh. You choose whatever you want to choose. That's your choice. But guess what? If you don't change, I'll see you in the millennium. Either way, I'm going to get you and talk to you. Either way. Doesn't matter. Might as well get it right now. 13 again, and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to ride in the daytime. Spots they are and, and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own devices while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin. Listen, they are repetitive on purpose. Beguiling unstable souls. That's who these Fools, these false teachers are. They're, they are beguiling, expatio, okay? Holy seducing, unstable souls. Just as the devil, Satan himself, holy seduced Eve and Adam in the garden, this is what goes on today. Sed seduction is not, uh, um, is not something that you could say it's just by words. It is a it is a lustful thing. Seduction. Have you been seduced? Have you been expatio wholly seduced by the spirit of Jezebel? If you have, repent. Move on in the name of Jesus Christ. Get better. Grow. Having eyes full of adultery. And that cannot cease from sin. Beguiling unstable souls. And heart. They have exercised with um, covetousness, practices, cursed children. That's not good. As a parent, we got to be right. Amen. So that your kids could be right. You don't want to be, um, you don't want to get the blame because you will get the blame. You never taught your kids anything. What? You didn't show them a good example. What? You don't want that to be your judgment day. Come on. Which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of um, Bosor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. He loved money, this preacher. But was rebuked of his iniquity. The dumb ass spake, speaking with a man's voice, forbade the madness of the prophet. That's true. He, was, he wanted this money, and God said, you can't have this money. He said, unless this happens. He was trying to force the, this happen to happen. And then the angel was in the road and said, do not go down there. He was like, stop, stop, stop. And he was hitting that donkey so hard, and the donkey, the God made the donkey speak, and the donkey turned around and said, you don't see that angel standing right there? Hey, you don't see that angel? Stop. And the prophet stopped. True story. <laughs> the madness of a prophet. Okay? An animal has to, an ass has to speak to you. An ass speaking to an ass. We would think that you could understand the language, right? It ain't like it's a strange language to you. Ass to an ass. These are wells without water. Clouds that are carried with a tempest, 
to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. If they don't change, if there's no repentance, Christ lifts all of this. Glory to God. But how many people, I'm going to tell you the secret why, I'm going to tell you why false teachers will not change. Because it's, if you change, pride's in a way, you got to say, I was wrong. Pride's in a way. Then, you have to say, well, everything that I've worked for is gone now. Yeah. I'm going to be a laughing stock. Yeah. You will be a laughing stock. But what's more important? What's more important? Your credit with God or your credit with man? Screw man. If your credit with God is good, your credit with man is going to be good later because they're going to see that you made the right choice and that you're honorable. But if you keep going, it's because, well, I'm going to miss out. I ain't going to make my payments. I ain't going to do this. I ain't going to do that. Get over yourself, dude. Okay? Hell is real. You will gain everything in this life and lose eternity? I think not. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they are lured through the lust of the flesh. That's what they do. They work that flesh till they can't work it no more. They squeeze you until they get all the juice out of you. That's exactly what they do. And when they're done with you, they put you to the side. That's what they do. Through much wantingness, those that were clean escaped from them who live in error. Watch this and solidify yourself. Can you escape? You can. As Christ would say, he would say, there are people who are worthy of walking with me who are worthy of wearing white, who have righteous deeds in them. They must come out of the falsehood church. And it is our job as a church that teach truth, that's called of God, to bring them out by the word of God. Glory to God. While they promised them liberty, freedom, freedom only comes from God, from Jesus Christ. They themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, or a woman is overcome, of the same is he brought into bondage. Most of these falsehood teachers got bigger problems than people know. Amen? They have bigger problems than people know. For if after they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. What does he mean? It was basically it's better for them not to have known the truth. It's better for them not to become a false teacher. It is better for them not to become anything with authority in the church. Because if they're not called of God, they shouldn't do the thing called pastor or teacher of God. Their latter is worse than their beginning. The, the fate of a false prophet is so bad if they do not change. It is extremely bad. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness. To go to school. To get. Because one thing that a church will teach you. Is values. 
That's one thing a church will teach you is the is good values, false or true. They will teach you good values. And you learn good values in, in cemetery school. You learn good values, okay? Not seminary, cemetery. You learn good values there, okay? <laughs> for the most part. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. So that goes not only for a false prophet, but also goes for people who listen to a teacher or a false prophet. It goes for them too. Because if you know better and you don't do better, you were better off not knowing better. You really was. God marks and he sees all things. Repentance is serious. Get into it to close 22. But it is happened to them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to his own vomit again. And the sow, which is the pig, that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. They're more comfortable in foolishness. In the spirit of Jezebel. In the spirit of homosexuality. And the things of the world than they are. With a spirit that will cause them to change. That's sad. That's very sad. Listen, I did my job. Remember to stand in the grace of God because that's where he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. All glory and praise to the Father and the Son. I take credit for nothing. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. Donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.